Here is the situation, folks. Grab your broomsticks and herbology textbooks because we are heading back to the number one most dangerous and, frankly, poorly run educational institutions in Britain. I mean, do these kids even get grades or have anything to show that they've attended any sort of classes and not just spent their entire years being beaten up by trees? I'm not sure. But I'm sure you've guessed it. We are heading back to Hogwarts, folks, with the next installment of our Night at the Drive-In series, Double Parked on Diagon Alley. And today, we will be talking about none other than Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Because this is the Parking Lot Podcast, a place to stop by and share ideas and have fun with your friends Kate Latimer, Maggie Prince, Elise Bailey, and myself, Elliot Janetta. And on that note, how was everybody's week? Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Really beautiful. good script. Beautiful. I beautiful. think I might leave in the all the oh fucks. Oh, oh fuck. Because oh, when I send you the, the ones that I send you, I usually do it almost 10 times. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, yeah, how was everybody's week? Uh, Elise, do you want to start? My week is good. Um, <clears throat> you doing the intro reminded me that this week I've gotten to sit in on Loop Group during our editing process. Do you guys know what Loop Group is? I don't know. What is Loop Group? Loop Group is like, it's like voice work that fills in all the rest of the soundscape that's not necessarily character. So like when you have like a nondescript narrator or like when someone in the crowd goes like, boo, you fucking idiot. It's not necessarily just people that aren't on screen, but it's just kind of like to fill in the sound. But Mm. we do have one role this year that like we just couldn't figure out who would voice it so we did give it to loop group but yeah it's usually like the narrator being like in a world or like someone you know in the sexy er being like my back um but it's really funny and is that the name of the process or like a company who does it? yeah that's it's the process is called loop group so you'd be like okay let's get to do that or we'll fill out like you know we'll fill out that crowd sound like adr yeah it's kind of like adr but it's like specifically just like people being like you know doing clapping and cheering sound or like how do you take it from like a dialogue or is it like no, unique it's like, to it's a yeah, it's it's unique. It's like oh. so we'll hire like you know five people for today's loop group session that you know they know what they're reading and they'll they I guess we're doing it remote obviously right now, but that's their job is like they mm. you know they're ready like oh, okay I'm reading for a narrator for this sketch and then they're like into a really cool episode. job. I think Elliot, be. you would be great at loop group. Yo, yeah. It's so funny. We have like we have loop group for like there's like a studio audience that we don't see, but they have to be like, you suck. How do you, <laughs> like how do you apply? Uh, you have to, you have to get an agent for like voice work. Yeah. But uh, I think you'd be really good at it. Totally. I can picture Elliot doing like, the my back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Maggie should become an agent. Maggie should be Elliot's okay, loop yeah, group agent. My leg. But it was, uh, it was so funny because like this one guy was like reading for this part and he had like such like a regular unassuming voice. But then when he was like ready to do the part, he was like, next week on. And that's, like what, doing, that's what Callum yeah. does. Shout out to Callum if you're listening. It you, was, you do that stuff. He, do, he does do, you that do that stuff. That. You do it well. You do be doing it. But anyways, it was fun to just listen in and be like, that's so funny. I like, and I never really thought about it while we were watching no. like the clips so far. I've never really been like, oh, that needs some more heckling from the audience. But then you hear them be like, get off the fucking stage, you idiot. And you're like, that's fucking funny. Uh. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. I'm enjoying it. And like. And yeah, and do you have to give them like feedback after each take, like a little more? Well, Thea does. Yeah, like usually, like somebody's there to kind of guide the performance and be like, "Oh, that's great. Just you know, slow it down a bit, or can you do that in another pitch?" Like directing. Yeah, it is, but it's like all voice work. 
and they don't really have to do it like to time with anything. It's not the right. same as ADR where like you're trying to mouth over a picture you're that already exists. You're watching back your old performance. Yeah, it's literally like this is the spot where that needs to go. So like say some shit in that spot. Cool. Yeah. How's your week, Kate? Um, it's good. We've been working from home the last week and a half. No, last, yeah, week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, last Monday, my boss was like, guys it's getting real real bad out there getting really ugly i'm gonna send everyone home so because of covid not because of the storm yes because of covid (laughs) this was (laughs) pre-storm and then and then sunday night he did tell me to stay home because of the storm (laughs) so and as you know part of my goal this year was to spend more time with my roommates be a more active presence and i think it's actually really coming to life it has Uh, yeah like the two things have overlapped that i'm now spending all of my time at home (laughs) and my roommates are around so we've been doing a lot of like cute roommate stuff i would say um on sunday we decided we were going to deep clean our apartment which is really exciting and um we like put on music and each of us took a different room and we like really got in there and it was so satisfying and i was feeling really yucky in the morning of like hungover and upset and anxious and cleaning (laughs) (laughs) okay do you want to talk about it no i don't (laughs) i do not furious and then cleaning really helped and um and then we watched reality bites together i'm just i've been having like a really nice week with with you guys and then we had our snowstorm on monday and we all went for like a walk in the snow on monday afternoon and shoveled and it was just like a it's been a really wholesome week of i've like really enjoyed working from home this week did you go tobogganing we didn't because none of us own snow pants or toboggans. Yes. Mm. So there was there were some things in our way. Um, but we did go on a walk and we watched like all the families just dragging their kids home on the toboggans. And I was like, I think that's what pure happiness is. It's just like dragging your kid home <laughs> after the end of a long like tobogganing day. It was Do you think it it's pure so happiness cute. for the parents to have to drag their kids yeah, home after were, a long day? Everyone of everyone was so I know happy. A, a handful of parents that would say otherwise. I don't. I would say it's were, the happiest for the kids. These are small kids. The yeah. parents were so happy. I I'm sure the kids are having a good day too. I remember making my dad miserable while I was tobogganing, just getting so upset because oh, like he yeah. got this like inflatable toboggan, and I guess it had a hole in it, and he oh. didn't realize. So every time I get to the bottom of the hill, it would have deflated oh, by then, no. and I remember being like, "What the fuck?" And my dad just being like, "I don't know. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Just roll down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> just Do down. your best." Yeah, my dad was like, "I did fucking cardboard when I was your age. Just." Grow up. But these are these are pumpkin parade parents who are like every joy their child feels is also their own joy. Yeah, work is I'm very stressed out and anyway, the roommate stuff is going well. Yay. I'm glad. Maggie, how's your week? <laughs> um, my week has also been like very nice uh and cozy. Um I have been like doing a lot of painting because I'm getting like uh a drop a, I'm gonna like drop a bunch of paintings like originals into my shop in like a week ish I think so I'm like getting ready for that and like as soon as I finish one I'm like I think I can do one more um and then I yeah so th- that's been keeping me pretty busy other than that yeah like spending a lot of time with the roommates because um you love us yeah because I love you guys and we have it's a it's a it's a fun time um the other night we we have this like working fireplace that we like I think like maybe like once a week especially in the winter time we talk about like using it we're like oh like let's just do it 
And we like have a couple pieces of wood and we're like, let's do it. And then the other day I was like joking. I was like, oh, let's do it. Expecting them to be like, oh, not yet. Not tonight. Like tomorrow night. Like, we, yeah, whatever. It's too late. And but we were all like, yeah, let's do it. And then um, so we made this fire. It was very, a beautiful fire. Very like impromptu. It was beautiful. It was going so well. We were like watching the new Sex in the City and like screaming at the TV and laughing at it <laughs> and like hiding our faces in horror. And um, all of a sudden uh, I went to the bathroom and then I came back and Sarah and Kate were frantic uh, and our fire alarm was going off and there was like smoke <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> we had like a very beautiful fire for like it was like probably like 15 20 minutes it was like and our then, chimney just gave up yeah i don't know what happened like it was very it said it was, no more no more there's been a lot of theorizing yeah there has been a <laughs> lot of theories so much. i just think the chimney is dirty and we need a chimney everyone sweeps. in my <laughs> life has an opinion as to why this it's a happened. conspiracy theory yeah mm-hmm. but um yeah it was uh a lot of like opening windows when it was like because we were cold because it was like one of the i think it was like the minus 25 mm-hmm. or minus 20 day so we were already cold and so we we're like let's make a fire but then it and we we're like this is great but it turned out 20 minutes later that we had to like open all of our windows <laughs> and, and turn a fan bag. on and turn a fan on um but yeah it was it was, it was nice while it lasted. how did you put the fire out um we sl- we spritzed it with our our plant sprayer and that worked <laughs> yeah it was only it, two logs because it was only two logs so it was going out anyways but um yeah <laughs> lot of- no i don't know how many fires we're gonna be doing um elliot how was your week um uh, my week um we watched the house of gucci mm. which um wasn't my favorite we watched <laughs> there was like a cnn documentary on uh, about the, I don't know, the making of that movie and just the Gucci well, family. it's about the book that the movie's based yeah. on. And so we watched that and it turns out there's a bunch of facts that they just didn't include in the movie that they happened in real life. So we watched that and then you go and watch the movie and you're like, oh, there's like huge chunks missing. And like, this is not actually how this person met. And I just found it was surprisingly boring for such an interesting story. Yeah. It was like the opposite effect of like, a kind of like long period uh, life piece or whatever, like similar to like, like a the, profile, like a yeah. Wolf of Wall Street type of movie. That's like three hours of like these big moments of this person's life, but they just made them feel like they're all kind of one note and kind of like this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. But um, it made me think of like whoever sat down and wrote or came up with the idea, like in a script or a book where the end is also the beginning. Imagine some the people sitting and watching that for the first time being like, well, I've already seen this, but it's happening now. I'd be like, that would have been I really crazy. think whoever wrote that like gave themselves a big pat on the back and they were like, I am a cinematic genius. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like where you see the end at the beginning, like bringing yeah. back? But you don't know it's the end. Yeah. And then it oh, comes at the end and you're like, oh, this was the beginning, right? Oh, yeah. Man. It does like a full circle thing. And, and you know the person who wrote that was like, I am the best. I was also just confused because they change his hair, uh, Adam Driver's hair a bunch of times in the movies, but it doesn't signify... Because he's getting, you think it's because it's signifying he's getting older, but then he has the same hair that he has at the beginning, (laughs) also again at the end, because they show the end at the beginning. (laughs) I was like, so he's just maintained the same age for for 20 years. So he looks great, but good for this guy. But then we watched that documentary, be like, he does not look like that at all when he died. Was that a continuity error? 
No, I think it's truly like, I really think that Ridley Scott was like, if you want to do the last duel, you have to do House of Gucci because I already bought the rights to this and I have to fucking get it off my plate. We have to put a director on this that's going to have some bit of a a pull. Yeah. And Ridley was like, Adam, if I'm doing this, you're fucking doing it with me. Oh, they maybe he just signed like a combo deal. Both of them. I think the one was because of the other. <laughs> and I have a feeling it was like, really? Are okay. those both Ridley Scott? Yeah. And Adam Driver? Yeah. Wow. And, and they both came the out with their like months of each other. Exactly. I think I one of them was a dump and That's I think so it was true. House of Gucci. Well, I actually, no, I don't. thought that of the two. Yeah, actually, well, I think his Lady Gaga had a lot of pull, but I think they they did a really good job. And I'm of- sure Lady Gaga took it very seriously. Well, she's like she planned did. her whole life around this. It like is. you wanted she's this, great. you wanted this kind of like sexy kind of crime <laughs> kind of family drama, but it was just kind of this happens, then this happened, then this happened. Oh, this guy went to jail. Oh, this guy lost some money. Oh, he died. Was it at least? <laughs> yeah. Was it funny at least? Didn't you see it? No, I didn't. See oh, it. I just explained it at you. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna no, see it. No, it's not after funny. your explanation. I was like, yeah, but yeah, this is. No. Yeah, no it, one has been like you have just, to. It's like see, a, I feel like you could make such a good like dark comedy out of oh, that would have been amazing. Or you'd like make it serious and make it like, oh, this is like really intense like and like kind of like The Crown or like mm-hmm. American Gangster or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but. If you're into that kind of stuff, go watch it. If you get a free it. screener of it, watch it. Um, the other thing that happened to me this week is uh, someone sent me uh, a post on Facebook that was just kind of, uh, they were asking for people to audition for a George Brown commercial. And it was just for like this new class of like join George Brown, kind of George Brown alumni kind of commercial or whatever it was. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I, I went to George Brown, so I might as well. <laughs> I'm half qualified. <laughs> might as well apply. So I uh, kind of got myself together to sit down and uh, film this little video of myself being like, hi, I'm Elliot. Yeah, I went to George Brown for architecture. I'm not doing any architecture now, and um, I'm not doing anything with it whatsoever. So please hire me or whatever I did. And sent in some headshots. I had to like ask Elise for a photo. I you didn't give me any context, so the photos I all sent in were wildly inappropriate <laughs> for yeah, a casting yeah. call. <laughs> yeah, it was like you doing a face mask with a hair scrunchie oh. in. It's, it's like no, no. And so I, I didn't I didn't put too much thought or care into it. So I kind of just like you know, it's just it's good to say that I did it. I applied or whatever. Mm-hmm. A few days go by, and then I I get an email saying like, oh, the, you have a call back. We'd like you to audition for this commercial. I was like, oh my God. And I sent it to Elise. I'm like, is this a real email? And you're like, yeah, these are real people. <laughs> I know one of them. One of them was on Tall Boys. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so I, they sent me the email of that day and they're like, oh, later today you can audition. I was like, oh my God. And then so I haven't been in audition in so long. So I'm kind of sitting in this, uh, in my office and I open my computer and decides to start doing an update. And my, oh no, that's my worst nightmare. My audition is at eleven fifty, and it's eleven thirty, <laughs> and that that bar is going slowly across <laughs> oh my my, my computer, and it says, "Oh, you're you, it'll be done in twenty eight minutes." I was like, "Okay," and so it was like it was timing up so that like two minutes before my audition, it would have finished. I was like sitting there waiting. I was like, "I can't." I I had no other computer to use, so I'd be like, "I'm gonna have to do this on my phone." Lisa's like, "Well, go to the go buy a computer." Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it luckily it just finished right in time. And then I go into the audition and it's, I've never been in a zoom audition before. So you kind of be, you're let into a breakout room, which has everybody else who is in, who oh, else is, is auditioning. auditioning. Oh, wow. And everyone has their cameras off and everyone's sitting there and there's me and maybe 12 other people. 
And everyone who kind of turns their camera on are either like a very kind of, if you looked at the description of what they were casting for, bold, edgy, spunky young person or whatever, I was like, I'm none of these things. Um, <laughs> and so everyone who turned their camera on just to say hi to the casting director was a person of color, like very bold and spunky, bold, spunky looking, like a very kind of crazy looking girl with like really bright eyelashes and all this stuff. I was like, oh, fuck. And then it was just me, white man. <laughs> and um, so I'm waiting. I had to, by the time. You're the minority now. Yeah, so I was the minority now. So I'm waiting to be called in and I'm sitting in this um waiting room for about half an hour. They're like, okay, Elliot, you're up next. And then you get pulled into the real session, which is the casting director, the director, and seven other people with their cameras off. And then the casting director's like, oh, Elliot, thank you for taking the time or whatever. And then the director is like very nice. It's like, ask me, she's like, okay, we're going to ask you to do um, just a handful of reactions to stuff. You're going to be pretending you're scrolling through this iPad and I'm going to say something and you got to look surprised. I'm going to say something and you're just going to react to it. Bush did 9-11. I was like, I was like, um, okay, no lines. You can't say anything. And so I'm just doing this. She's like, okay, now do this. Look at the thing, whatever. And I did it a few times. And then she's like, okay, well now take 10 steps back and like, give us a face where you're like really laughing and excited about something. And I was like doing this face or whatever. And then she's like, now look like you're quirky. And I was like, Ooh, Zoe Deschanel or whatever. Like, you know, like kind of doing all these things. And she's like, okay, yep. That's great. Thank you so much for your time. And you know, we'll, if we'll reach out to you, if there's, if there's anything, I was like, okay. And I didn't feel, I didn't feel great about it, but I was like, you know what? I did it. And so I uh, just like going about it. And then today uh, on my way here, I got an email and I got the, I got the part. You <gasps> did? Yeah. Congratulations. Oh my God. Ellie, oh my God. God. Elliot and I are very emotional for other reasons. Oh my God. We're walking and what he just shows me this shaky text. He's like, oh, look. And I was like, I literally can't read that. Yeah. And then he said, I'll show you later. And I never brought it up. Yeah, so on. Uh, <laughs> what the? Fuck. Tomorrow I'm gonna go get my COVID test. So as long as I don't have COVID, <laughs> um, and then I think it's the shoot is on Saturday. Yeah. So, so you acted surprised really well. Apparently, I have. I'm going in apparently as the uh, trades category. So like, <laughs> I will be a person who is just like on an iPad. Look, she was like, okay, you're looking at floor plans. You're scanning through floor plans. I was like, okay, yeah. Oh wow. Like, <laughs> that, that wall's gonna break. Oh my God, this apartment has two closets. Yeah, kind of stuff like that. And she's like, now I'm gonna say something, and you're gonna look surprised. I was like, oh, like whatever. And then so yeah, well, it's gonna. We'll see how it goes. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. From there, that should leave us to our main topic, which is Night at the Drive-In, double parked on Diagon Alley, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, aka what I would like to call it, Harry Potter 3, don't get sucked. Don't because get sucked. That's, <laughs> I don't get it. I would what? say that's hey. the main message of oh, this movie. Oh, because of the Dementors? Yeah, yeah you dummy. Yeah, there's a lot of sucking in this movie. Um, so Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban, released 2004, directed by, I don't know how to... Guillermo del it. Toro. No, it's Alfonso. Is it Cuaron? Is that oh, how you spell? Oh yeah, he's the guy who made yeah. all those other movies. Children of Men. That's Children my favorite movie of, I love of all that time. Movie so much. Oh, that makes it sense. doesn't I didn't transfer to this he movie. Made aroma. Yes, not aroma. I've never no, seen. No, not aroma. Just he made. <laughs> oh. He made a aroma. <laughs> he made the I aroma franchise. Roma. <laughs> what else? He has started he done? the aroma coffee shop. <laughs> Um, that's I don't know what else he's done. He's done a lot of stuff. This honestly, this makes a lot of more sense for the tone of this movie. Mm -hmm. A lot of more sense. A lot of more sense because he worked at the Aroma for so long. (laughs) 
Um, this movie was two hours and 21 minutes, which was very much appreciated coming off of whatever yes, the last absolutely. one, the Chamber of Dirty Secrets. However long, that one was way too long. <laughs> this one still felt too long. No. Did it? No, but this one actually feels like a real movie. The other ones yeah. just feel like a series of child Events. encounters. <laughs> A series of unfortunate events. Wild <laughs> <series of> <laughs> encounters. That sounds like it could be for children or, or not for children. Um, oh. Elise, why don't you give us a synopsis of this movie? I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Ready? Three, two, one, go. In this installment, Harry is on the run from Sirius Black, an escaped prisoner from Azkaban who is out with a vengeance to kill Harry Potter. To the point where Dumbledore has for some reason put the fucking Dementors at Hogwarts to just run a goddamn muck looking for him. That was the him. Ministry of Magic. That was not Dumbledore's wishes. Dumbledore said okay. Anyways. Ten seconds. The Dementors come. Sirius Black comes. Harry Potter, Hermione, and Ron gotta fucking lock that shit down before someone gets sucked. Amazing. Time. Really, really good. <laughs> really, really Very good. Very strong. Top level. How did, how did we all feel about the movie? This is my favorite one yes. so far. Out of the three, I think one of you guys made the point that like these movies are really good because they aged with the demographic that's mm. watching them. This definitely felt like a very stark jump from two to three. They, they're like, oh, they're adults now. They like, changed oh, so much. Shit. They changed. Yeah. It's so dark. Um, but yeah, I, I remember this one distinctly. And then I also don't remember anything at all. Once again, like the, there was like things like I was like saying the line verbatim and then other things I was like, I've never seen this in my life. <laughs> I have no like, idea what's, what's happening. happening now. Yeah. Who is that? Who what is lines that? do you know from him? There's some from iconic memory. lines. Harry, uh, some iconic like Harry Potter lines himself. Like what? <laughs> he well, was that friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I know. It was more lines like when they were going to Hagrid's first class. She's like, oh, it's going to be Huckabee down there. It's Huckabee or whatever you kept saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, the, the hippogriff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought it was Huckabee? I thought it was Huckabee. But I knew. I, I was like, it's going to be it's gonna be Buck Buck or whatever. <laughs> and it was. Yeah. I like when you're buck, calling. Buck, bing, bong, the Huckabee. <laughs> very different movie watching experiences <laughs> and i was like it is it is funny because when we do watch it together we're both watching the movie we'll laugh at something and then both scurry it down in our notes <laughs> but the notes are so different our elliot writes like different. you know like a paragraph note and then i wrote i wonder what the group would think of this and at least it's like oh, i write funny oh shit bitch has a whole ass bed cleaning <laughs> 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 when- what <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Who has a whole ass bed? Harry, the bitch. When we go to Air, when we go to Harry's oh, room, yeah. he, has he has like a, a full bed now. Don't you know Harry uh. the bitch? <laughs> yeah, that's literally my first note. Is oh shit, bitch has a whole ass bed. Bitch I has- really am ready for these movies to start when they arrive at Hogwarts. I don't understand what? why we like the Aunt Marge scene. You I'm mean like over the, it. are you the, kidding? The, the great scene immediately when yeah. Uncle Vernon just walks in on Harry furiously beating off <laughs> under the sheets with his wand. With his wand. <laughs> You guys watched really different movies from me. Um, does he get an upgrade in every movie? Like, does his crib get elevated in every yeah, opening? Yeah, just you wait till number four. <laughs> he gets out there. He's, he's in he the owns penthouse. The house. <laughs> he buys the house. He takes over the mortgage. By the end of it, he's just Hugh Hefner. Yeah, he lives in um, a hype house. I have to disagree. That opening mm. scene is my favorite of the opening scenes so far. To me, it's like out of a Roll Doll book. Like, I love that yeah. scene. That's how I, I feel in my period. Yeah. It's so relatable. That's the way it's trenchable. 
from Matilda. Did you know that? I didn't. I hate that word. Are you kidding? Really? Trunchable. Wow. I'm not kidding. Have you ever, have you ever read that book? That's why she's so I've good watched at Matilda, but she's I don't so like that good. word. I just, I don't, I wasn't a fan of like the ballooning effect. I loved it. Well, my, I was a fan of the night bus. My note for that section is A, I have absolutely zero recollection of his aunt ballooning up in this happening. Because it's it does not affect the plot <laughs> whatsoever. But like, they're all so calm about it. Like, they're all like, oh no, like, Harry, stop. And if that were me, I'd be like losing my mind. Like, what the fuck is happening? That's I know true. Like, they don't like react Well, that. they're used to it now. It's yeah. more like Harry like kicked a leg out from her chair as opposed to like this woman is now blowing up into airspace. Well, they the last scene is like the two of them on their knees, hands and knees, like March, come back. Yeah. Why aren't you calling the fire brigade or the fucking they're airspace yeah. that they'll discover that Harry's But also magic. like, I think it does matter because it like sets a tone for the air service or whatever. I Call the police to be like, do it anonymously. Be but like, hey, there's do we ever revisit that ever again? No, but it sets the tone for Harry. Like he's, he's out clearly of he's clearly going through puberty. Things are happening. He has these anger issues that come out throughout the series. Yeah, and also he's got all these feelings that's he can't like explain. Part of the Harry Potter world, like humor, is just like this kind of like. Yeah. Uh, that that scene like makes part of the movie for me. I love that scene. It was very disturbing. Yeah, it was but almost good. as disturbing as the fucking shriveled heads on the night bus. Oh yeah, oh, I love that shriveled oh, head. Hate those. I, I was gonna I, not. I uh, spoiler it. Have not finished the book yet. Haven't uh, picked it up since last <laughs> time we talked about it. But there is no shriveled head no. in the book. So no. it's just a creative. They're like, you know what this scene oh, needs? A shriveled head. It's, it's very Jamaican. Who probably sung the Arthur theme song. It's probably the same guy. I <laughs> love this book. I just wanted to go big picture. The book is my favorite of all the books. And the movie might be my favorite of the movies, but it's still not as good as the book. Oh, opinion. yeah. I would I would agree with that. I also realized that every photo wizards take is like, a live photo. The live photo for <laughs> iPhone. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh wow. That's so true. Wow. Which came first? Yeah, Tim Cook stole <laughs> that idea. <laughs> also, every student we talk about the opening scene here when he, you know, he blows up his aunt and then he has to leave into the the dark streets of London. Does no uh did they not invent uh wheel uh Suitcases? suitcases like real regular suitcases because it's always a big trunk that yeah. someone is dragging or like something that yeah. has no wheels and they have like those big <laughs> trolleys that they're bringing on the things so like how much shit do you have to bring you can't do anything it's just it's you have to wear the same like, uniform over and over again we'll get to when they don't have to wear uniforms. i feel like harry cares a lot about the aesthetics and- i well, feel like do. the wizarding world is like partly in in like an old old time yeah, yeah. Like they stopped developing in the like 30s. Totally, because like, yeah. they didn't have to. Why would they invent a microwave? No. So like, there's a lot of things. They're like that we they, have lanterns. Yeah, and they don't trunks. need internet. They have books. Yeah, and books. Yeah. I did find out that these books are all supposed to take place between 1991 and 1998. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew that. I, I knew that. I, I had that going that for me. Because um, yeah. So Harry gets on the night bus. 
fucking hate those shriveled heads. Yeah. I don't even, I'm not even going to get into the mechanics of how the it's night bus be a figures out ride. where it's, you are. It's run by drug drug addicts. Yeah. Loves that bus. Hate that. Wished I was on that bus. But then it takes Terry to the Ministry of Magic, which is above. No, it takes, no, it takes you to, to the Diagon leaky, leaky Cauldron. Alley. Okay, but the Minister of Magic is above the Leaky Cauldron? So no, he's, he's there. waiting for It's like a hotel there. or whatever. But why? Because, why is that man there? Because... Why Harry is, office? is a political scheme and he Fudge needs to get his fingers in there but, to use Harry. Wouldn't Fudge's office be like in like an invisible That's wing not of his parliament? Office. He was just visiting the hotel. He was just agree- visiting an office that suspiciously housed him? Yeah, it, but- it's not an he was going to meet Harry. He he knew that Harry was going to go there and he was like I need to like Fudge, manipulate this. Fudge is used as a plot device twice in this movie. That's Both true. times very blatantly obviously used mm. this being one of them um why does quasimodo work at the leaky cauldron the guy who the, <laughs> yeah. why does he look like that <laughs> to make the children laugh but he was not he was horrifying <laughs> yeah like, no one was laughing what race is he he's probably like part vampire oh it's chill oh yeah He's part vampire. His laugh, though. Oh, he's like a dumb... Uh, 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 uh. Listen, idiots need work, too. Oh, wait. At the beginning, when they get to Hogwarts, there's like the choir singing with the toads. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. would be me at Hogwarts. Double, I would be double. in the choir with the fucking toad that goes, oh. Like, I'd be like, yeah. sorry, you guys. I can't get into this fucking mischief. Me and my toad have to sing. I'm an alto. He's a tenor. We both, oh. yeah. like, have, you've been practicing all summer. I have, the, I have a note here. I would like to join the toad choir yeah, yeah i had a, dream. a note that i feel like elise partially why you would like this one the most so far is because you do you do see a lot more like teenage like antics yeah, like student life. antics happening. that's literally my note i was like if i went to hogwarts i would literally only be in the toad choir as a toad holder i'd be like you guys i can't go do that spell i have to practice my scales with toad <laughs> with my toad The nice thing about this movie, and I think it might be why it's my favorite, it's it's before like all the shit goes down, like Voldemort comes back and it's the only time and everyone's sort of like comfortable enough with magic in the world that you're not constantly getting things explained to Mm -hmm. you. And so it's just you get to see people like hanging out and like doing magic and having a good time. Yeah, Like there's a scene in the Leaky Cauldron where everyone's just sort of like, well, Arthur Weasley is explaining to Harry why someone's out to yeah. murder him. But yeah. in the background, it's just everyone else is just like hanging having a out. good time. How did the Weasleys afford to go to Egypt? Because their brother, Charlie, studies dragons. They in, saved up in Egypt. And so I, in my they head, it was really important. He, he in my head, they stayed with the first trip in a decade. And also Charlie probably like had places for them to stay. And they probably flew powdered. Yeah. Yeah, Cairo. They use um they use Ron as the kind of screenwriter's get out of jail free card whenever he, uh, there's a handful of times in this movie that he says, "Let me get this straight." And then we'll just <laughs> explain <laughs> whatever just like happened. everything that we need to know and then I was still confused though. Yeah. You were um, confused? Yeah. We'll get to it, but it's, I'm very confused. It is so uh, apparent since like this movie starts, like how the tonal change has totally flipped and the color palette is completely different. And they've changed completely the geography of what the castle is and like where everything is. Cause it's like Pockham Hagrid's 
fucking house is 18 feet or 18 miles away from the castle now because the first one they just like walk out the front door and it's like oh let's just walk over to his house now it's just like at the bottom of this hill and like i don't know where the tree is anymore they did, did you used to know where the tree was you feel like they just they've completely changed the layout of where like stuff it feels is much bigger now yeah yes. it's very yeah, much bigger. that's true it probably yeah. feels more real to what it would have been described as and i feel like the scale of the whomping willow tree changes a lot sometimes it looks really big and sometimes it's that's true looks small i feel like, yeah that's a very accurate it's magic it's almost funny but it's also like terrifying when they're like explaining to like so like there's this guy he's fucking killed a lot of people <laughs> he's locked in this jail who who guards the jail oh demons yeah <laughs> literal demons like that, that suck out your soul that will suck out your soul and then if they kiss you you die <laughs> And um, the whole scene on the train when they show up and like everything like goes to ice is it's like, I don't know, they copy that in um, Game of Thrones. They do that all the time whenever the White Walkers show up. But it's such like a like such a creepy it's so kind of Do you think it's an anti-kissing um, movie? Movie? Absolutely. There like is J.Q. Rowling's like abstinence. Yeah, there's a huge agenda. British uh, teenagers. Don't, yeah. Don't kiss demons. But, <laughs> okay, so we're on the Dementors now. The Dementors is something I I never fucking understood. I don't. I I get that they're a spooky thing, but like, why in the world would uh, there's at least some approval chain of like letting these homies be on campus? I just can't believe that enough people were like, bring them on. It's for the best. Bring the Dementors on, and they fuck up every single time. How do you even communicate or reason with a Dementor? How do you that be like? That is what I don't understand. It's I like how do they that. know who Sirius Black is versus anyone else? But they don't. Yeah, because the they'd point. be sucking all the That's time. That's so dangerous. And then there's like some sort of weird little logic dump about how like if you are pure of heart or something, they like want to suck your soul more. Or like if you. And I also <laughs> didn't understand. Like on the train, they started sucking out Harry's soul, but were they not doing that to everyone else on the train? I'm yeah. like, what and if then a professor like- wasn't in your and then Hermione and Ron don't want everybody to know that Harry got sucked and I was like I'd be screaming it from the rafters I'd be like do you know what just fucking happened back there I feel like Harry already has such a reputation in that school I feel like the two of them are like please no dramatics I'd be going door to door one year I was sucked they almost sucked my boy dry (laughs) sucked him for every last dollar he had Um, we get the introduction to, to new hipster Dumbledore Yes. Um, it was a smooth transition. I didn't really notice. It felt good. But big personality change, big energy coming in, new actor. I miss like, the old guy. He's kind of like almost too goofy, a little bit too like, what are the rules? Is this a school? <laughs> like kind of stuff like that. And you're. He's like, I've got a lot of other shit to be doing, children. Don't yeah. bother me. Um, he's good though. He, I think he gets better with every movie. I like the other guy better. He was I much more wise and sage. I guess, yeah. Whereas this Dumbledore is like, I'm gonna fucking say some shit, figure it out or don't. Was there a lot of Dumbledore in this movie? There's a no, there's not. I don't want to no. jump ahead again, but there's a part where like Dumbledore implies that he knows that Hermione has the time turner, and then he says like three turns would be enough or whatever. But like, I think either she he or McGonagall must have given it to her. Yeah, McGonagall gave it McGonagall. to her. But then like Dumbledore doesn't explicitly say like I know you have that. This is what you need to do. He just kind of like says it as like if you get it, you get it. Yeah, and I well, don't understand why he doesn't just explain the plan to Hermione. <laughs> why do they have to figure it out as it's happening? Or like even in the beginning of the movie when he's explaining to the whole school about. 
what dementors are and what they'll do to you. Yeah. He doesn't explicitly say like use the Patronus spell. <laughs> yes. He's just yeah. like good fucking well, luck. Well, if you if you He's go v- into your heart, then you'll be able to like get rid of them <laughs> in like the poetic way. And it's like no, tell them to use the Patronus. Yeah, spell. teach them the teach spell. Them the spell what is, these it. vicious, dangerous creatures will be here what this year, and we can't control them. What does the Patronus Patronum Petroleum Jelly spell actually do? Like it just bursts some light at them because you have to go into your happiest emotion and then you produce it in is like an animal and then the animal is just like your pure joy and it fights off the evil I did dementia. not get that in my head I was like oh, why really? does no one just get like a big flashlight just no, carry it with it, them at no, all times it's like a protective like you can use it against dementors like or like other magic, evils at least. like a floodlight it's light. very powerful like, like we, it would do the job. we thought it was just light no yeah. he just got like a big floodlight well, like, I have I have notes on the, the Patronus <laughs> thing but when we get there I, I missed the the John Williams music. There's oh. no John Williams music. Didn't he do oh, this? Yes, he did this. He no, did he it. No, he didn't. He looked it up? Yeah. He only does the first two. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought he did. Bigger, bigger. It was a little bit more jazzy. It's more like crazy. It's more <laughs> like... That, it's like bling, ding, ding, oh, ding, ding, Because like, they have like the... Go, 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 like with the, with yeah. the toads and stuff. Like, yeah, there was a lot John of Williams weird fire like, scenes. John Will- no toads. <laughs> and when they're fighting the Bogarts... I do no toads. They put on a record player and it's like... Yeah, exactly. I love that scene. I bet you there's one guy on the music team, though, that was like, John Williams is gone. We can fucking bring up the toads. Yes. Toad choir. John Williams said no to the toads. That fits with like every, like just the tonal shift. They hired a new Dumbledore. They like hired the new Dumbledore they hired was like quirky, loud, goofy. The Did you guys notice that they recast the singing lady or like the fat lady? I didn't notice. Um, the password? I didn't notice, didn't notice for recast. one minute. So the first two movies, yeah. mm-hmm. she's like this very stoic, like password. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, she's like, oh, she's like, up. let me let me sing for y'all. But I also want to know, does she approve the name fat lady? <laughs> because yeah. they say it to her face, fat lady, open the door. And she's like, oh, oh this, my name's this Judith. Is 20, she had the idea set of 2021. She yeah. she, probably she the likes, name of her painting. Yeah, yeah. Her handle is like at fat lady painting. Yeah. <laughs> She's at, like at Gryffindor. Common she's room. taken the name as her own. She's, she's Fozzie Potter. Because they changed that geography too. Because I swear in the other movie they go down some hallway and then because it makes no fucking sense. After the end of a fucking stairway is there <laughs> is doorway? Really, they be like really weird. There's like a, like a panic to get in there. There's like kids falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Why is there no hallway there? That's never how I imagined. It felt the really weird. <laughs> Yeah, like 16 kids 16 kids killed at Hogwarts didn't get into the common yeah, room the geography well, is weird in this immediately movie immediately sucked um, I do like the I don't like it because I actually hate it but it's like there's this scene when they're like all in their like uh, bunk beds and they're eating the, the classic oh, yeah. pack of candy which is animals and steam trains uh-huh. and they're all like making classic. the noises of those animals and, like one of them is a steam train that's a scene that could have been cut for me no I love that I love that scene I I, love that scene I'm like learning that I love every scene in this movie I love it just please I think Emma Thompson fucking kills it oh she's great oh my god she kills it I hate her so much 
It just like, oh, uh, she's just the exact opposite of how I wanted that role to be played. Oh. I needed someone to be like very serious and like timid and quiet. She's so timid in it. You're no, as she's dry not. Is the books that you read? It's we so need great. to. We'll watch the fifth. She's very timid. She just I've like, already seen all of the movies. I know. I think you need to. Well, no, I we'll think I've there. already. I, the issue for me is Trelawney. that I went into these like really thinking what the characters yeah. already were in my head. And she she does not fit. I wrote a really dark. But I, I loved here. her like in opposition to Hermione. Like I thought that that mm-hmm. dynamic was so great and so true to the books. Like of just like the pure like the dismissiveness and like the hatred. Everyone was over Hermione's shit this this movie even snape was like yeah nice try Mm, yeah she was being annoying in this movie but professor trelawney just she was not right for me what Mm. was your dark note elliot i just have two notes before i get to the dark note um the first uh again classic hogwarts the first hogwarts uh hagrid lesson is just like let's go fight these talk to these vicious fucking animal (laughs) uh bird things and that gets his like arm cut off, but then it looks like he just barely gets scratched. Harry, uh, you Malfoy. fly off with it. Yeah, yeah have a good time. Let it take you <laughs> again. It's like the broom lesson. I'm not. You just fucking go. I don't know. See what happens, idiot. Good luck. <laughs> the the dark note that I wrote was when they're in the first class with Lupin and they're doing the Bogart thing, and it's just like, what if your what if your biggest fear was a school shooter? That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that's so true like the reality of like in 19 no there were school shootings back then oh, too yeah. but like a teenager's shooting. worst nightmare back it, then is, they were all really tame fears yeah. I was like none of those are actually yeah. a big spider yeah, yeah. dying alone yeah. yeah I was like none of those fears are actually their real yeah. fears it's like athlete's foot <laughs> but then also my Elise and I were talking about <laughs> this while we were. Sorry, <laughs> they they do this thing, you know, whatever, and then Harry ruins it for everyone. The class is like fifteen minutes long, yeah. and then they just that's it. Like that's five over. Kids, five classes in a row, just get there. Like, oh well, someone done fucked it. No okay, well class. we have an hour and forty five till and our next like, class again. Go take some time for yourself. If I went to Hogwarts, I'd be like, I've never even had a whole, whole fucking class. I don't learn someone anything. Always ends up dead. They're yeah. always minusing points and like giving points who's keeping track like how does anybody know at the end of the day tally. but like they're like minus five points Gryffindor and I'm like does somebody have to like report that at the no, end of the day no, that's it's my just biggest like the, thing it's just like who's keeping track like someone's like okay, minus, minus five and then someone's like okay yeah. <laughs> there's a little thing that that hears whenever a professor says that send us mm. it Okay. Um, I have a so you remember, Kate and I were talking about Olivia Coleman, or maybe that was me and Sarah. Uh, we're talking about how if Olivia Coleman was famous 15 years ago, she would absolutely be in Harry Potter oh, at some point. Oh, hands down. Who would she have been? Hermione. I think that Emma Thompson is fantastic Harry. in it, but for you, do you think Olivia Coleman would no. have been? No. Okay. So who's your? I feel like it would have been more like Helena Bonham Carter, what? but as of like Room with a View era. Like, that's the vibe I have for her. Room with a view area. She's, like, quite confident and beautiful. But they would have had to, like, make her look ugly. But she was also, like, 18 in that movie. 
Like, an, just hurt that vibe, the, like, quiet doll I, I, vibe. I disagree. Okay, I'm sorry, you asked my opinion. I did. I did. That's uh, what I wanted to say. Going back to my intro of being poorly run school, there's, there's, they say, like, oh, the, the fat lady's like, oh, he's in the castle. And then McGonagall's like, oh, let's secure the castle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, we haven't done that before, McGonagall. So now we're going to start securing the castle. Yeah. We should the, check our entrances. The bloodthirsty demons and the killer is outside, but let's lock the door now. No. I thought it was weird that they made everyone sleep in the Great Hall together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, that's my next note. There, every All the kids are sleeping in this great big hall, and all the teachers are like... Well, he's gonna kill somebody or like whatever. Screaming, <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely no way is anyone suddenly home. Yeah. They're all like, Harry's going to die. Yeah, they're like walking in front of Harry. They're like, should we tell him he's gonna die? No, <laughs> let him sleep. Yeah, I heard he but, broke up to kill some kids. Do you guys not think that <laughs> Dumbledore, Dumbledore knows that he was? Yeah, listening? and so he's like being chill. He's like, I know Sirius didn't kill anyone, so like whatever. Do you think Dumbledore already knew? Yeah, I fully. Th- I think Dumbledore knows everything. But then, why would he talk about that in front of Harry? Because I think he just has to let. He has to like. He just, just lets he has things to plant play the out. seeds, but he has to let it play out. He's I a think. man who lets things play out. Like my answer does. to why he didn't tell Hermione the whole plan is because like then she probably would have overthought and like fucked it up. Like she had to react yeah. naturally for those right. things to happen the way they did. And he already knew all of that. I, That's yeah. my only answer to that. No, that makes sense. I want to make it clear that I I do actually really enjoy this movie, but I uh, there's just a lot of things that I'm very questionable. Why is there never a good game of Quidditch? Yeah. Oh yeah. Quidditch. I've never just seen a well played game of Quidditch. Five second. Well, first they should have called it on on rain. Yeah, I was gonna say, why do they let them play in the rain? That was one of my notes. And then the game just starts. There's that girl who's on fire, <laughs> like like <laughs> screaming, like burning alive as she's like plummeting down. And then they're both chasing the uh, the snitch. And that dude gets fucking struck by lightning yeah and the snitch goes That's so literally far my up note. they keep playing after the other guy's struck by lightning yeah i'm like that snitch is out of bounds out of bounds i was like is there why is the snitch going that far why is harry still going for it he's like anyway. in space he's <laughs> like goes so high up there should be a net or something be like is, don't go this high there should be another like actual line. adult that's like hanging out out there like but it's get, the wizarding like, world. this is the top you yeah know when you're like good. mario kart and that little guy in the cloud comes and like pulls you back on the track when you fall off they yeah, know yeah. the guy who yes. like fishes you out of the lake yeah you don't i don't know, know what guy? you're talking about but you like him that's anyway, the stakes nice. of harry potter is there's no adults to come bring you back you could die at any moment. You don't call no, it at rain. But that's then, not true because every single issue is solved by an adult. <laughs> like, then, Dumbledore doesn't let him die. He slows down his fall. Yeah, but what about the two other people who just were fucking burning to death? Be like, well, they're not hairy, so <laughs> yeah. you well, that's run what I was that gonna risk. Say. You walk into the hospital um, at the end of the game and there are like three other people in bed. So I was like, is this just a normal game? Like yeah, in my elementary so. school, one person broke their wrist playing Red Rover and it was done for everybody else. <laughs> that yeah. was your school. It got our school banned from Red Rover. Yeah, it was my school. I heard about that. A kid got their arm broken yeah. at another school. So we had to stop playing Red Rover. It actually might have not been at my school, but we had <laughs> oh, that so same. You- <laughs> But anyway, I love this rumor. (laughs) When they happened to one kid one time, and the whole the whole game was banned, the province, and this is like three kids in a hospital bed with brutal injuries, and they're like, I guess keep the dementors going. Guess we gotta practice. Why why can't wizards repair brooms? 
They can fix glasses. Is there no Brumo Reparo spell? Because really I guess question. brooms don't really, uh, they don't break quite evenly, you know? I feel like there's lots of like <laughs> splinters and stuff. I was going to say, it's because like, like like they're also cut. a magic entity. Oh. Like, can you fix a wand with another no, wand? No, you can't. You can't yes. fix Once a wand. You can't fix a broom. Done, it's done. It's all these convenient rules. <laughs> One of my notes is that I wish this was made for like a slightly older audience and we could get rid of all those gimmicks of like yeah. the stupid wizard looking at the invisibility cloak and like put your willy away, Harry. Any of this shit that's just like, oh, I don't. I would love a movie that just didn't even try to be like make kids laugh. But that's not Harry Potter. Yeah, but I I would I'd like to see just that. death and murder and sucking. Yeah. yeah, like like the vibes, the wire. Except like, in magical worlds. This one is the most political so far. Like they're they're starting because Harry it gets increasingly political. I don't want it to be that political. I just don't want like the funny gimmicks. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, and I'd be interested to see that, but I don't want what this I, what Harry I Potter live to change. for in this is the introduction of the like friend group, the Harry, yes. Ron, or the Lupin Lupin, Sirius, yeah. James. What do we what Peter. do we think of uh Lupin as the new uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Really feel good about Love it. Love it. There was a moment where like when this is jumping ahead, but when they're in the Shrieking Shack and you think that he's like betrayed Harry for a second, I was like, because <gasps> the whole movie in my head, I was like, trust him, Harry. Trust this man. He's been nothing but kind to you. Just, trust him. So Just walk, walk freely in the woods with this <laughs> elderly man. All these men want to walk with you in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Backing up a bit. I do like this whole like... Uh, they go on these plain clothed adventures and so hogsmeade yeah and that that gives them all like they're kind of like these like weird experimental french film like going they go out on the bridge and lupin has this like big like <laughs> infinity scarf on he's just like oh i your mother yeah she was fucking hot oh she was banging <laughs> smoke show as they say smoke yeah. show lupin reads us so gay to me and always has and uh yeah, that's yeah, no, that's accurate. Harry's wearing like a, a sweatshirt in a lot of this movie. Yeah, like Hermione's just wearing like a pink hoodie. But I that pink hoodie, Hermione's pink hoodie is like carved into my brain. Oh yeah, because it's in all the posters, it's in all the promotional material. She wears it for ninety percent of the movie, and like the moment she put it on, I was like, "This is not movie. This is the time travel." Did you movie. get a pink hoodie? I wanted one so badly mm. when I was that age, yeah. whenever that came out, but. I like how this movie approached time travel because like one of my biggest things with time travel is like the reality loops that it always opens. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing about this is that like, how do they close that loop? Like you have to the, go back to where you were when it started. But then isn't there always still going to be another version of you that's closing the loop after you close it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how does that ever stop? But then time just keeps moving forward. You just don't no worry about it because you're not that. in that loop. The next people have to worry about it. So it's like it is continuous, but it's once you come back, you're you're fine. You just keep going. That's what hurts my brain. I mean, they yeah. do it in a good way where they don't. I think sometimes in time travel, the less you explain about the mechanics, the better. Yeah. yeah. Which I think this is like that to me is one of my favorite things about this movie because it feels like there's a clear resolve. Like the movie ends. Yes. But then they're like, ha ha, there's still 40 minutes left. And yeah. Hermione's like, jokes on you, bitch. You got a whole ass bed. Well, I got time travel. And listen, you didn't know what I was up to all year. That's what I don't understand is why she wouldn't have just told them. 
I was like, you're taking did, so many classes. Yeah, I do wish there was a bit of insight into like, why did McGonagall give this to her? And like, what was the The conversation? only student ever? Because McGonagall... She's annoying. I think, I think that Dumbledore That's probably true. told McGonagall to give it to her and it was a plant for later Because the on. whole point <clears throat> of the movie is save Buckbeak. Yeah. Buckbeak is the goat. But do we ever return to time travel? No, we don't. Which Never. is stupid. No. Be like, this would really come in handy later. <laughs> Harry's parents could still be alive. Yeah. And just no one ever uses it. I was like, there's so many things that could have been changed because of this. And what we decided was a hippogriff. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. This, like, the wizarding world kind of goes back and forth to being like super advanced and then very archaic. One being they hold the execution of this bird on the school grounds, yes. yeah, which is very disturbing. They can't take they him call from his home. This guy who is obviously a Dark Souls villain, who's the just gonna be like, I have this 18 foot axe, and we're just gonna chop the head off this thing. I'm sure you could just be like, uh, bird, a little sleep, injection, spill, yeah. spell. Well, yeah. They got to call wands. Can't you just kill someone instantly with a wand? It's I very dramatic. It. I love though that like that he comes all this way out and he's disappointed because Buckbeak isn't there, so he still has to fucking swing his Do axe something. and he gotta, kills the pumpkin. I gotta kill something. Do you think that man's full time job was? executing yes absolutely like how many executions i think does he's he think? really old because he looks like he's from the year like 1322 or something how like many that. animals that does he have to execute oh it's well, he, people he doesn't people. look very wealthy he looks very poor so i don't think he's making Probably a good he, living what does every a few rich months? executioner look like excuse <laughs> yeah. me well, like looked, a nice cloak looked, like a balenciaga <laughs> gown yeah well, well, he, was, he was obviously very frail <laughs> yeah that, that fucking Gucci balaclava. <laughs> I would have had a heart attack if I saw that black dog in anywhere. Yeah. I would mm -hmm. have. I would have. Oh. I would have died instantly. So now we're okay. So now we're at the the shrieking shrack. Shrieking shrack. Shrieking shrack. And um, which obviously again, where is the shrieking shack in relation to the ground? It's near Hogsmeade. Where is that? Hogsmeade is like a day trip for students. No, oh, the geography is all over the place. <laughs> Apparently, it's very far if you go to this thing, but you go walk 10 feet under this fucking tree. No, it's it's long, right there. It's a long walk. Well, under the like grounds? Oh, yeah. I, see, that wasn't clear to me. The whole, you have how, to read the books. How they get in there and why they go in there was very unclear to me. But I was like, I get the rat and we brought up the shack, so those are going to have to happen at some point yeah. Um, yeah. and then snape i guess just like sneaks over the, he just schlup schlups over there at some point and yeah they, they don't explain him. that but what yeah, happens do. is lupin leaves the map open on his desk oh and snape can then see yes them going into the did we see that in the movie in snape? no no oh. that's you see the most going that. into the tree but you don't that's just like not explained how did snape know well yeah. snape has a history of just really butting his nose into that friend group <gasps> that's true he He's just he long history, long as you'll, history, as you'll one day find out in later yeah, books. As I'll learn. Um, there's the moment though when they're all like Harry and Hermione are all spinning around on the tree, and Hermione one-handed grabs Harry, whips him. Oh yeah, down the. Uh, in what world is that physically possible? For a child, for a child, <laughs> she one-handed grabs Harry and then just whips him down a hole. I think the tree plays fast and loose whether or not it wants to kill someone. <laughs> yeah. Adrenaline. Because there's, when they want to kill them in the first or the second yeah. movie, that's like, well, we're going to murder these fucking yeah. kids. Yeah, no, I'm sure they're tree... just like, let's just have some fun with this girl in this pink hoodie. Womping Willow? Yeah, the tree like, when I want to, to Willow. Exactly. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> but she doesn't have the physical strength to pick up Harry. No, she doesn't. Adrenaline. When... <sighs> 
when Lupin and Sirius are werewolves, the whatever the fuck werewolf word amphibious werewolf werewolf animagus. Sirius is a dog. Yeah, no, he's not. He's an what is it called? Animagus. Yeah, and Lupin is actually a werewolf. I hated that. Why couldn't they both just look the same? No, No, they're very different. Because a werewolf is one thing. But why couldn't like Lupin look more like a werewolf? Because he just looked like like a hairless, like frail man. (laughs) He looked like a gummy and a dog setting. No, I thought because he's so creepy looking. It's really scary. That's that world's version of a werewolf. Like that's what they look like in that world. So then. Hey, they're they're doing all this shit. We figure out who's an animal, who's not. Um, and Sirius and Harry have a little reconcile. And then Sirius is like, I want you to come live with me. The most wanted man in I know. all of fucking But he thinks he's about to be proved innocent. Yeah, but you don't have a house. He's <laughs> been traumatized he for the past. Where's his house? Where does Sirius Black You'll live? You'll find out later. Does he have that house when he gets out of jail? Yeah. Yeah. And Harry Potter can go live there? Yes. Okay. No, he can't because (laughs) Sirius Black is a lovely person, but he is not capable. Like, he's been traumatized for the past, like... Yeah, he's been, like, solitary confinement. You don't think he'd be a good godfather? You think think he'd do more harm than the Dursleys? I think he has a very... No, you're right. Good point. Thank you. You're Good point. Thank you. I I think the Weasleys should take him in. If I were Harry, I'd be hesitant about... Going to live with a man who's I would just not. been released from prison, oh. yeah. escaped from prison. I, it would be conflicting for me because I was attracted to Sirius Black, so I would have some issues. <laughs> and there. Escaban specifically is like he looks a very, awful. very bad, bad. <laughs> prison. Yeah, I feel like I'm like, can he cook a meal? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> Harry can cook a meal. Harry can. You yeah. have to. So he. So then he's cooking for his. For his dad. Is that an issue? No. <laughs> um, he can't live with him because he'd have to cook for both of them. <laughs> Make a- <laughs> the amount of time that Harry has known him, 65% of it has just been oh! like, he's yeah. like screaming into a piece of paper. They're like, that's... That's I, my dad. That's my BFF. That's no, my dad's best then friend. Then he found out I'm that he live was with best friend Tommy James. Yeah, yeah I sure. don't know. If somebody told me that this man was trying to kill me and no, he killed it was my parents. Like, it would be like if Maggie had a kid and then I was arrested for like yeah, for murder, murder and I got really fucked up about it. But then I finally <laughs> met Maggie's daughter. And I'm dead. You're dead. I'm innocent. <laughs> it would be instant. Yeah. yeah, but then if I knew Maggie's daughter, I'd be like, let's let's take a beat. <laughs> like even Hermione You'd tries be the to Lupin. Hermione You'd be on my yeah. side. Hermione tries to tell him because there's like when they go back in time and they're doing that walk, they're like, Yeah, we're gonna live together and we're gonna have all this fun. Hermione's like, yeah, okay, well, he looks like he has poo for two. So I don't know. Um I was very happy that they found somehow a way to find a uh a name for a broom that is almost cooler than Nimbus 2000. And instead of them being like, oh, these are, this is the Nimbus 2002 or the 2003 or whatever it is, they're like, no, this is the Firebolt. Firebolt. Like, oh, it's pretty fucking Firebolt. Fast. It's, yeah. it's as fast as you can go. Ellie as wants an a Apple Firebolt. man, you're like, I like a, I like the next product. I'm looking out for the next version. Yeah. But like, if all of a sudden be like, oh, we're ditching the iPhone name, it's just called the Firebolt. I'd be like, well, isn't uh, that the name of one of the like uh, a thunderbolt? Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Yeah. Also, a cool name. Um, but I 
hate with every fiber of my being how this movie ends of him going into the oh, sky yeah. and then just yeah. like really bad. freeze frame on his face to be like wow whatever yeah such an exciting year it's like get on the train like every other year and have like a meaningful moment yeah. Yeah. eat some fucking green gods and yeah. say goodbye to your friends again no one wins the house cup nope that's but, true why not I don't know There's do they win in the book I don't remember do they ever bring the house cup back in any other movies? No. They have bigger problems yeah, to deal with. Yeah, the fourth, no. Fourth, no. The sixth. fifth, sixth, seventh are like barely at school. They're like at <laughs> school, but they're just like really preoccupied. They're no. not in school in seven. It's not no, funny. Not. I've got school. <laughs> I just have one more question. Yeah. Why did Fred and George give away the map? I don't know. It made Why no were they sense. Like, Harry, you should have this. They're I was like, like, how did they get the map? How did they get the map? Why did they get the map away? But they were like, oh, it really pains us to give this away. He's like, I'm not asking for whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. you're trying to give me Your here. limp parchment. He's like, guys, we, we, you, I, I, I don't understand how badly we want to keep this thing. He's like, just keep it. I don't know what it is. This is a blank piece of paper. Please don't give it to me. And it's just like... <laughs> And then they're just like, no, 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 you got to take it. Obviously, you can't just be walking invisible out in here where no one can fucking see you. Yeah. This is this one and the next one are the two where it's the most awkward ages, I think, between the actors and like even the acting of certain scenes. It's not great. But at the same time, it is I think it is important for who they are as their age in this in these movies, the acting kind of friends like kind of stuff like that where you're like okay maybe that, I think that was the take we picked this is when harry peaks in terms of looks i think it's all this downhill is from when harry. harry this is when all three this is when harry and ron for sure look the most like their characters yeah. in the books and like the best looking i also didn't realize or i forgot that how much hermione was piling on the like hand holding and like hugging ron yeah i didn't realize it started this early i mean the the romance started in this movie i I didn't realize that maybe this is maybe this is why i stopped watching and reading the books is because i was like it's harry and hermione (gasps) oh i always thought they were gonna (laughs) get together above no i always thought they had the chemistry well because there's none of them have chemistry there's no other clear female um, a love uh, interaction with Harry in, in yeah. these movies. Because uh, Jenny was really point. badly cast. Yes, like, and also she was like nine. It's like it's it's hard because she was so young when she was cast. But Ginny of the books, the books are pretty hot. Ginny and Harry in the books are off the charts. Yeah, yeah. It's like a like a Padme Amidala and a Anakin Skywalker scenario. If you guys are all aware. This, I would say, is my favorite Harry Potter movie so far. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Out of all three. Good for you. <laughs> Harry Potter 3, Don't Get Sucked. Is new number one? <laughs> yeah. Yes. My number one out of all of them. And then in, in terms of an actual movie, out of uh, uh, 10 uh, Dementors, how many would you give it? I'd ten, give it like ten being great. close to an eight. Like, I think this is a good movie. Like, I'd give it like a six. Ooh. Oh. And it's your favorite? <laughs> I don't like the movies that much. Sure. I give it a nine. Wow. Nine. <laughs> Maggie loved it. I loved it. Uh, solid seven and a half. Good stuff. I thought the acting was incredible. Like mm-hmm. the, like when it gets no with the adults. Like when we get to the scene with like, 
uh, Lupin and Sirius and, and Peter. Snape. It's like you can tell in Snape, you can tell that those actors are just having so much fun. And yeah. it, it's like, oh, these are like these guys. These I guys do want to hang out with them theater. so much. Yeah, like, they're on, yeah those they are four theater guys. Like, they, they know what they're doing. Like that to me. It yeah. yeah, it's a lot of really big British yeah. actors. It finally feels like it's getting away with the kind of the weird kind of kids kids stuff and then they're like okay let's try to make an actual movie now let's like yeah. give it some style let's give it some personality there's a lot of like weird kind of interesting shots of like the camera going into the mirror and popping out on the other side of the mirror yeah. like the the ice and everything and just the like, ice is not for kids and just mm-hmm. you know shots of the castle and everything i think it's it is i don't know above and beyond with the first two i think it's way better um but yeah, let us know what you guys think of Harry Potter 3 Don't Get Sucked. Um, go to our website, actually, parkinglot.me, and you can see our list of all the Harry Potter movies. You can listen to the, <laughs> the, three, of them. the three of them so far. <laughs> you can listen to the other two if you haven't already. You can see what our ranking is. And while you're there, you can check out some of the Marvel reviews and some of the new articles I've put up. Um, so yeah. How to get sucked. <laughs> How to get away with not getting sucked. Um, Sign up for a newsletter. Yeah, let us know what you think. And until next time, guys, uh, thanks for stopping by. Bye.